Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time to go inside the front office of the athletics with the general manager of the A's, David Forst. Here now is the David Forst Show with Chris Townsend. Time now for the David Force Show here on A's Cast Live, our first edition of 2023. So I dressed up for it. I know. Look at that. He's so excited <laughs> about being on A's Cast. He busted out the suit. We really appreciate it's that. A big day. Big day. We're excited. This was fun. Yeah, you don't do a whole lot of press conferences. What do it mean? As, as we're just going to call him Fuji, as you get your big right-hander, Really like a small forward. I didn't realize he was this <laughs> he's a, tall. He's a big dude. Yeah, even when Billy walks in and says, damn, he's big, you know that he's a big guy. So, um, no, it's been it's been fun getting to know him over the last few days and spending some time with him. But, uh, you know, I mentioned earlier our, our guys in, the, in Asia did a great job with scouting and it was great to be able to, to bring this one in. Yeah, I, 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 when, when I learned about the signing, we were actually down in Arizona at the time of fantasy camp and started looking him up and trying to remember him from the World Baseball Classic. He was like a buck 75, <laughs> buck 80 in these. And then you now look at him, he's put on weight. Yeah. He's filled out. Just talk about what you've seen, especially we've heard the last three months about velocity and the split finger. Yeah. I mean, you, you think about a guy who's been in the, big leagues for 10 years over there and you don't think about a guy who's still really developing but he was in the big leagues at 18 years old so he's really you know matured over his career obviously went through some difficulties in 16 17 with command he even spent some time in the minors the past couple years but we we really did a good job following him through the minor leagues staying on him and and his last you know month and a half in japan has made a couple starts in august where he dominated and and we watched a lot of video talked a lot about him leading into the off season and then um really just stayed on this deal until we got it done take us through the process how it works right so you're trying to get the player but there's other teams trying to get the player how does how does he land with you yeah, I mean, I think we we had the perfect storm for this one, to be honest. He, you know, we, again, we contacted them early as soon as the posting is made. Hey, we have interest, but you know, there's going to be a lot of competition and some teams saw him as a reliever. You know, he's got a big arm, um, but we immediately offered a chance for him to start, which was important to him. It was important to him to be on the West Coast, close, you know, a direct, easy, direct flight from Tokyo. He has parents who he wants to come over and see him pitch. Um, and then, you know, the idea that he's starting his career, he, he wants to get set up for success. We, we have a great ballpark to pitch in. I mean, that's the reality of it. And our ability to attract pitchers has always been dependent on guys want to come to the Coliseum and pitch, which is something we have to capitalize on. Well, I can tell you just being down at fancy camp and being down in Mesa and, and the Lou Wolf complex, we're excited. It's like, it's like <laughs> spring training, but we know it's not, not, not there yet, but are you now? starting to get a little bit excited as, you know, we're into the football playoffs. College football is now done. You know that baseball is right around the corner. How are you feeling? I'm excited. Absolutely. When the when the calendar turns, you know, turns over and you realize, okay, we've only got like six weeks till we go to Arizona. And now, like you said, college football is over, the NFL playoffs. You, you know this time of year is coming. And to have made this signing this last week and sort of 
kind of get us over the edge in terms of things we were trying to do this off season. It's, it's been a lot of fun for everyone to, to get this done. And I think we're all looking forward to February 15th. Yeah. We've been kicking it around doing shows because we've had a lot of time on our hands. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to think a lot of, <laughs> a lot of stuff we're talking about with this team. It's always like, Hey, how are we going to get 162 starts? Yeah. You need 162 starts. You know that Cole Irvin's kind of come into his own. You kind of expect 30 there, hoping that Blackburn's healthy, right. 25 to 30. Now you bring him in. Is that is that you know worrisome? How many starts are we going to get from X amount of guys? You feel a lot better now. Yeah, you, we certainly started the offseason looking that way. Um, but you, you do the math and try and figure it out. I mean, Drew Rosinski's made 30-plus starts four straight years in Korea. I mean, I, th- I think we expect him to be a guy who adds some stability and some innings. So eventually it all adds up, and you just – you've got a lot of options. I mean, the depth of our starters right now, I feel really good about. We haven't even talked about Cap. You haven't talked about Waldachuk and Sears and Adrian Martinez and Adam Aller. And um, and then there's guys coming behind them. Aller, so, the kid you got from right, Atlanta. I, yeah. I forget. Yeah. And, and he I, had, by the way, a complete game last year. <laughs> they, still, AAA. they still do that? In AAA, no. he had a complete game. I dropped my phone. I couldn't even believe when I, I was talk, seeing it. I talked to Kyle after we made the trade, and, and he couldn't have been more excited and, and is so ready to be in a big league rotation. And, yeah, so I didn't even mention Kyle's name. So, yeah, we've got a lot of really good options and feel good about putting together 162 starts because like you said guys get hurt you know this isn't this isn't 20 years ago when guys are going seven innings it's just you you need a lot of options and now we have a a little math problem with fuji where he pitches on five or six days rest most of his career so we got to get creative emo and and mike mccarthy our new bullpen coach have already started putting pen to paper figuring out the days off and maybe there's a spot starter here it's going to be fun we're going to get creative you know back in the day we used to get our preview magazines and it'd give you top five rotation well you really can't look at that anymore because you're going to start Anywhere from probably nine to thirteen guys in around yeah. there. You just so. nobody gets through the season with five, five or six. So you confident anymore. that you, as of right now, what you're going to have at the big league level and the AAA level, you've got enough guys to piece it throughout I, the season. We feel really good about it. Freddie Tarnock's another guy who yeah. came over in the Braves trade has been, you know, really good as a starter in AAA and will come into camp as a starter with AJ. So look, are we, I mean, we just sort of rattled off ten or eleven names, and that's what it's going to take. What do you think about AJ Puck? Because he he just settled into a nice role and stayed healthy for the first time. Maybe like sixty two appearances, I think it was. Yeah. Now he's starting to stretch out. You talked about in the press conference, he's starting to stretch out. Is is this a situation you're going to give him the opportunity, but you know you have a good backup plan in the bullpen? Yeah, I think that's the case. I think AJ would probably rather we say no, no, he's he's starting. That's the plan. But you you always have to have a plan B and plan C. Um, you know. I'm not objective when it comes to AJ. I saw him start a game at Florida, loved him out of the draft, always sort of go back to that, like, man, this guy's starter, throwing hard, big dude, durable, and then he's had his issues. So for him to get through a year healthy, come to us and say, you know, at the end of the season, I I want a chance to start again, like he earned that. So we'll see how he does coming into camp. We had May on the program and he's a character, right? He's going to be great for East Cast. But how you feeling about your bullpen? It kind of looks like it's rounded out and you got some guy and you got a little more velocity. Yeah. No, I, again, it's, it's a question of health, but you've got a guy like Trevor with some experience. Um, you know, you hope Danny's healthy. Zach Jackson's got a year under his belt. Now Acevedo, you've got some guys who have experience. We had Chad Smith from the Rockies, whose arm yeah. we really like a lot. And, um, yeah, there's, there, there's the makings of a good bullpen and Cots did such a good job in his first year juggling those guys with, with Emo's help. And, uh, I think it's going to be a strength. 
you know, it's like so often you look at sports, it doesn't matter. You're talking football, basketball. It's like the fundamentals. If you do the fundamentals, you got a shot night in and night out. And I think about with, with Scott Emerson, we always talk about throwing quality strikes. You think about playing defense. Do you see a path for how this team is far better than it was last year? That's that's been our goal since you know since the day the season ended was make this team better and and we recognize after 22 you've got a long way to go but this team is going to be better you've got Chase Peterson you've got Aledmus Diaz all these guys we've added uh, on both sides of the ball you've got experience now Seth Brown comes into his own Tony Kemp's going to have another great year so this is going to be a better team anytime you say that you know you don't put a ceiling on it. And I've been trying to tell our fans, I checked in with some of our friends down with the Padres, and they say Ruiz is a kid <laughs> that they absolutely love. They didn't want to get rid of him, but if you're going to go out and get Josh Hader, you got to give right. something up. Um, how excited are you about him, and what, what's the potential that he brings? Yeah, you, I mean, we talked to the Padres at the deadline about Estuary before they traded him. And you talk about sort of the cycle of how a player gets under your radar. Keith Lippman sent me a text last May. He went in to see Midland play San Antonio when Ruiz was still in double A. And he sent me a text. He said, you got to see this guy. He's the most complete player I've seen in years. Until really? so all of a sudden you start tracking him. You see him bust out in double A, move to triple A, not miss a beat. So we asked the Padres about him. Couldn't get it done. But then a call comes around where you, you follow a guy and, you know, he's going to come into camp with every chance, every chance to show us what he can do. It is amazing the way the industry works and. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, I remember we had this conversation. I don't even know what, what year it was, past couple of years, but you like Cole Irvin at Oregon. Right. Right. And then and that was a long time ago. And then now you got him from Philly. It's just it's amazing. You like a guy, you don't draft him, but you never know X amount of years down the line. You could acquire the guy, yeah. even though you really haven't seen him for years. Right. Now, you remember those things. And, and the great thing about – about having the scouting reports and sort of getting to know these guys, whether it's through the draft or through our pro guys, you, guys stick in your mind. And then when the opportunity comes up, you try and jump on it. So yeah, it's happened with a lot of guys who are here now and it's, it's always been the way we work. A lot of people wonder what's it like to do with Scott Boris. We love having him on the show. He's great. He's sharp. I mean, I mean, if I had an agent, I'd love to have him as my agent, right? I'm sure yeah. you'd like to have him as your agent also. <laughs> right. uh, Long term. I was over here. Uh, after the press conference, you know, Billy Bean was here. Scott with the three of us were talking and, you know, they're long, you got a long relationship with him. He's had a long relationship. I mean, Bay, his Bay area ties. Just, sure. What's it like dealing with him and, and his players? He, Scott is always prepared. He's, you know, he's as smart as anybody out there. He always knows, he knows what he wants, what the player wants and how they're going to achieve it. And, and there's no, you know, there's no sort of beat around the bush. I mean, it, it was clear in this negotiations specifically what what they wanted where fuji wanted to be and you know he was trying to get it done he wanted to, to sort of get the player you know his sort of wish list so it's it's always it's really easy for us i mean there's a, obviously a lot of sort of narrative around scott and his impact on the game and the huge contracts the reality for us is that when you're dealing with him you know you know what you're getting you know he's not going to bs you and and you get deals done when you've been building this team this year to win have you been thinking about the new rules? We have to. I mean, again, we, we think about them 
they're going to affect everybody similarly. But yeah, anytime you're, you're talking trade or talking about acquiring players, you're thinking about the shift or you're thinking about pitch clock and running game. It, it's always in your mind for sure. Are we the running A's now? <laughs> Where's the manager? <laughs> Isn't that a question for the manager? We're going from the swinging A's. Are we the running A's? But it's interesting, we're, right? We're going to try and be the winning A's. How about that? You have always <laughs> been dead honest and you said it. And as soon as you said it, it made me think of all the times that we've talked. And there, people are asking you about a salary floor and all this kind of stuff. And you've always said this. We get the rules. Tell us what the rules are. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to compete within those rules. It's like people don't want to believe that. But you have always said that. And you have been, for years, you've said that. Just tell us what yeah. we're doing. And that's how we'll build the team. It's it's kind of a waste of time to do anything else, isn't it? To sort of sit here and opine about what we should be doing or what baseball should be doing. I there's only so many hours in the day and, and a lot of us don't have time for the hypotheticals. So here are the rules. Here's the salary structure. Here's what you can spend. Go do it. So it's kind of simple. like people don't want to believe that they think <laughs> like there's, I'm like, no, this is like when I take phone calls in the post game show, yeah. you're like, okay, listen, they're going to tell the A's, this is how we're playing this year. And you're going to go out and build the team based on what you can do. It's, it's hard to like make up stories and spin. I got to keep all these things just, be direct. Tell the truth. It's easier to keep keep track of it. So that is the truth. Whatever they tell us, we'll do it. We'll spend it. We'll try and win. There's a couple guys last year that if you look, especially the way they ended up, that it gives you excitement. Which player last year, the way he finished, you go, I'm really looking forward to see what that growth is for this year. Well, luckily, I have a couple answers. So I think that's a good sign for our club. Uh, Waldachuk is the guy who I watched watch pitch the last couple games. That last uh, outing against Otani, right? And you can sort of you see just see the ceiling right in front of you and what he's capable of. He's a big dude with a big arm, and he went out there and and handled his pitches like he's Ken's exciting. Yeah, that's that's the guy for me right now. That was the one thing I think people forgot, like how you know it's the end of the season. It's like when's the seat? But the way he went out against it was seven scoreless innings. It was was it seven? Yeah, it was. It, it was definitely real impressive. And I think for, for, and let's end on this. You got two guys. I don't know how long they're going to be here, but you do value and you always have, you got to have some people that have been around a little bit who are going to be in that clubhouse. I think about Seth Brown who's kind of become your captain yeah. in a way. And also Cole Irvin, what he has done, taking the ball leadership wise, very vocal. What do these two veteran guys mean to this team this year? It's something that Mark has talked about since the day he was hired and, and even before, you know, Mark, Mark spent a lot of time in clubhouses. He was in, in a bunch of different places as a player. He saw what the mix can be. And he's always as a coach and now as a manager, been looking for the guys that, that he can depend on to sort of run that place. And last year, Pinder and Steven Vogt did a great job in that room, keeping everybody in line. We went through 102 lost season essentially without anybody pointing fingers, without any fights in there, without anything. And it, first of all, it speaks to Mark and his staff, but you look at the sort of the veteran leadership in the clubhouse and that was a big part of it. And that's not easy to do. So now you say with those two guys gone, you know, who steps in and Brownie's certainly the first guy you think of um, because his play jumped to another level. He has the presence. He has the sort of loud voice. He can do that. Uh, you know, Tony's a guy too, who I think we'll rely on because he's got the experience and he does a great job. But I, I think, um, you know, Cole certainly does that for the pitching staff. I think you'll see with the two of the guys we brought in, who I mentioned, Jace Peterson, Aledmus Diaz, who've again been around. Diaz been in winning clubhouses. 
Peterson's got something about him. When you when you get a chance to meet him and see him in spring training, he's got a little chat in him, I think, where he, he has a quiet way, but guys respect him. I think there's going to be a lot of ways for Mark to sort of get help it now in this room this year. Have you gone to the closet and got the luggage out yet, knowing that Arizona's <laughs> around the corner? The truck, the truck's about 10 days away. So once once we get to that truck and you got to send some stuff down, I'll put my golf clubs on the truck. We'll be, It'll be real very soon. That's packing for over a month. <laughs> That's a lot. It's a long trip. Well, you know, first of all, we just want to thank you for dressing up. We know how much this show means to you. <laughs> don't, that Don't ask me to do it again. That you'd bust out your, you know, it was the start of the year. You knew that this was the first interview, so you got to bust out the Sunday suit. Exactly. So. Hey, thank you very much. We all always right, appreciate it. Next time we see you, we'll be in Arizona. Perfect. We'll see you soon. The David Force Show right here on A's Cast. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. 